Hey, this is Dave from MetalEpidemic.com. Thank you for checking out our YouTube video. Please feel free to hit the subscribe button below if you like this type of content, and we hope you enjoy the review. What is up, people of the internet? Dave, Duncan, and Kyle back from Metal Epidemic with another album review and for this review we've been checking out the new album from Parisian goth doom band Hangman's Chair. The band's new album Aloner will be released on February 11th on Nuclear Blast Records. So uh, formed in 2005 um, this is the band's sixth album uh, and their first album on Nuclear Blast Records uh, which comes four years since the release of Bon Lou Triste from 2018. Oh, I've had many French. Um, <laughs> um, each Hangman's Chair album takes its strength and essence from the band members' life experiences, which they portray with unflinching honesty. Whether it's the loss of band members, drug overdoses, or the hardships of living in suburban Paris, all those human emotions resonate within each of their songs as they embrace the darkness and transform it into something beautiful, heavy, and melancholic. Okay, so Hangman's Chair. I loved that last album. Bon Triste is a fucking excellent album. Um, I was pretty excited to hear this. Um, I think, I think, Duncan, I think I mentioned these guys to you when the last album came out, did I not? Did yes, I? you did. Yeah, did, did you? Yeah. Yeah. So, see, when, see if that, here's a safe bet. If you ever use the sentence, I fucking love this app. Yes, you mentioned it. To okay, me. that's fine. It also, probably checking. means you never stop talking about it for like a sizable amount of that's, time. Yeah, that sounds like me. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Kyle, had you heard of the band before? You actually no, no. Okay, never. I was surprised. Um, so for for those of you that are new to Hangman's Cheer, um, they are a very kind of gloomy, kind of melancholic doom band, um, like a like a slower kind of Sisters of Mercy mixed with like a pallbearer um, or a pale horse named Death is another one that's quite similar. Um, I, I only found out about them um, for that last album in 2018 uh, when they dropped mm -hmm. that album, but I was utterly obsessed with it when it came out. Um, a really, really strong album. Um, it wasn't it wasn't like a perfect album or anything like that. There was there were a couple of tracks maybe that didn't quite stand out. Um, and it was it's quite a long album um, but for the most part it was you know a very very strong album indeed um a loner kind of continues on with you know that kind of same reverb soaked gothic kind of doomy sound um but some the one thing that kind of hit me on this was how they've managed to make it sound even kind of bigger than before mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and i think that like partly comes down to um the production of the album which um sounds a bit more a little bit more grand, not not as quite as gritty as Bon Triest, um, but refined, Dave. Refined. Yes, yes exactly. Um, but the, the production on like multiple occasions when I was listening, I was thinking, this is quite. It's almost kind of retroish, kind of eighties. There's something kind of eighties about it in tone. Um, it's it's much better produced than something from the eighties, obviously. But um, the the character of it was very like reminiscent of like your kind of Sisters of Mercy or even like a like an early 90s typo negative type vibe as well yes that vocally he is he's a higher pitched pete Steele. yeah so yeah weirdly this sounds a bit odd but occasions on this i kept thinking about purple rain by prince <laughs> <laughs> 
it kept coming into my head. I don't know why. There was something in the production or something. I was like, "That's you. That's not like could like be. to me. To could me, be. I was getting I was getting swaths of of kind of the, the the less industrial Gary Newman sound from the <laughs> yeah. late eighties and yeah. um, huge huge bits of uh, like Pete Steele sucking down helium because yeah. uh, he is he's, he's Pete Steele but yeah. a higher range. Yeah, true. Uh, so. um, yeah, the. Um, the drums and vocals, you know, very atmospheric, um, coated in a kind of huge reverb. Uh, and the guitars have this kind of, almost kind of like, it's, it's doom, but it's got a kind of soothing kind of chorus almost effect running through them a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think one thing I really enjoy about these guys is the way they play the two guitars off one another. Um, you often find that one is playing something kind of picked and clean, where the other one's handling the kind of thick, thicker kind of doomier tones which um, you'll hear, you hear it straight away on um, the opener I know to Breakdown um, but I love the way they kind of bring those two guitars together but they're doing different things it's really cool um, it isn't just the production that sounds 80s that, that there is there is a bit of an 80s influence running through this as well um, especially in the clean guitars um, some of the chord choices uh, and the, the kind of tempos do give off a bit of that 80s feel um, particularly that the track that kind of had that the most for me was uh, track seven, which is called Loner. Um, mm-hmm. Has a lot of that kind of like '80s characteristics. Um, even in the drums, which were like are doing a kind of like '16s type thing on the hi hat, which you know kind of reminded me of that era as well. Um, but like, if you're thinking to yourself like I, I don't really like the '80s, um, well, don't <laughs> don't don't let it put you off, like um, because when those no, fuck you, I don't like the '80s. There you go. Dave, don't Some pander to these people. We don't listen. We don't negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> Not like the eighties. Press skip, like and subscribe. What I was going to um, say was, um, <laughs> when the two guitars do come together, and they, you know, bring those kind of the doomy chords and those riffs together, it is like it is heavy. Like it's unreal. Um, it's got groove to it. It's got weight to it. And then when you add in those vocals, it's just like it's the icing on the cake. And for me, like um, Cedric is one of the the kind of high points of this album his his melodies but his range is like fucking fantastic like yeah, yeah, he, he yeah. sounds even it sounds better it sounds more accomplished on this release like i think for one the the choruses that he's written are for me more memorable on this album than they were on the last one and those little kind of like moments where he goes right up in that kind of higher register um almost like not falsetto but like you know he just kind of moves up there for a few notes really cool and really clever i really really enjoyed that um it, it, for weirdly weirdly it was an album this album kind of took longer to kind of get not on board with it but kind of just to kind of drink it all in and um, i found that the last album kind of hit me instantly i was like i really like this with this one it took two or three listens um because the, the tracks do they do tend to kind of kind of blend quite a bit um which I occasionally wondered which which track I was on. A couple of times I was like, are we still on the same track or, we, you know, we moved yeah. on. But, you know, the, the genre can be a bit like that just due to the kind of tempo and the rhythm. Um, but I found that the more I became familiar with the album um, and those tracks with the kind of bigger uh, vocal hooks start to sink in, they do start to distinguish themselves a bit more. Um, there were a couple of riffs on this, like the second half of the album that I felt were maybe like kind of similar to the ones I'd heard in the first half. But that aside, um, I think I really think this is a, a step up from the last album in terms of consistency. It's a very strong album throughout. Um, I also think bringing the album length down just a bit 
probably helps. Um, mm. The last album was about 70 minutes, roughly. Yeah. Um, so this one is down to about 50, um, which I, I did feel was like kind of easier to digest than the, the last uh, last album. But um, I think this is another fantastic release from these guys. Like every time they put something out, I'm just like blown away with it even more. Um, and I think this one is a step up from uh, from that last album. I'm interested to see what you guys thought because obviously, um, obviously I mentioned them to you a while ago, Duncan. Uh, but Kyle, you never meant, never heard them before. But um, how did you guys get on with this, Duncan? What did what did you think of this? Oh, there's a lot to like about this album, yeah, and it's yeah, its strengths lie primarily one in its production and two in its vocals. Uh, mm. The vocals are maybe some of the best I've heard this year um, just is the, the specific choice of notes range and his emotion behind mm, yeah. what he's singing which is at times very very measured but there, there are times that he allows himself just to be a little bit more vulnerable mm. I think work incredibly well and they're also really well written against what the guitars are doing they don't just follow yeah. the way like when I hear guitar when a guitar riff plays I imagine what I would do melody-wise over the top of it. Mm. Um, and I tend to be realistically not that far out of what the melody will be. You get mm. an idea what the key is and what the range is and what notes you can do. And he'll throw things in that are just like, just to the point where I'm like that, well, this is clearly why he is fronting this band and not me. Because <laughs> um, that's such a genius idea. Yeah. The, the other thing about the album that I think works really, really well is the it's the slowness of it, which also is one of the negatives I'll come to later on. Mm-hmm. Um, like you were saying, Dave, I think if you go into this for if, if this was a one and done spin, yeah, I think you're not going to be as fully rewarded as it is if you come back and listen to it a yeah. few times. Yeah. Um, Tempo wise, there are like maybe three or four songs in this that go into each other that don't like speed up or don't do anything vastly different the guitar tone sounds like pretty much the same mm. um, and the whole thing that differentiates him really on that first listen is what he's doing vocally yeah it's a change of a chorus it's you know the verse sounds different now mm. um on subsequent listens that's when things start to break out and become a little bit more interesting uh, tracks like cold and distant or storm resumes these tracks at first listen for me were like all right it's kind of cool right you know i don't think they're exceptional or anything but on the fourth listen um i was actually i was starting to pick apart a little bit more of the nuance what he was doing vocally against what the guitar was doing Mm -hmm. and i think it's also right saying it's difficult not to mention the 80s in this one because it kind of is all over the album but in the best possible way it's none of that kind of white linen suits rolled up to your elbows with neon shirt Miami Vice. It's not that sort of 80s we're talking about. It's, mm. it's more uh, a kind of sense of, and to use a French term, ennui, um, which seems to be all the way through this album. is is a very melancholic sound that at no point makes you feel happy, at no point makes you feel sad, but all the way through makes you feel whimsical. Mm. And that's kind of, it is an it is an album of whimsy and intrigue, and I found that like just uh, upon the repeat listens was more rewarding as we went through. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guitar work is great, the drum stuff is great, vocally it's great, production is fucking phenomenal. Uh, we're just we've been spoiled this week with albums where the production's just been just mm-hmm. that just that perfect sound for the band. Yeah. Um, 
but as I was saying about that slow burn aspect, the negative that came in for me, and it really is the only negative, and I'm glad that you touched on it from the the album before. The reason I don't spin the previous High Man's Chair album as much as I probably should, or as much as you did, was purely the run length. It is an absolute fucking beast. Yeah. Um, like I, I'm a guy who's like that, you know. Uh, lateralis by tool it's like an hour and five minutes no album should go longer than that um i, I kind of stick in that lane because that album feels like it gives me everything it deconstructs humanity and then rebuilds it from the ground up um that any other album that's longer than that i have to kind of question why they're doing that um i would argue that eloner is still marginally too long um i think um specifically on the last track which is close to 10 minutes in length um there's a bit of repetition in there that i personally felt was a bit needless mm. um, and like you were saying as well dave i think by the time you get to tracks like second wind or prime and the plague they're doing riffs on riffs have already done before mm-hmm. where to me if you're already at that point where you're writing stuff that's very 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 similar Mm-hmm. to stuff earlier in the album then it might be an idea to chop songs out or shorten songs down um, it kind of felt like they found a groove and just rode that groove maybe one track too long for me okay. um, out with that though it is a fucking incredible beautiful sounding album mm-hmm. I, I can't think of one band that sound like Hangman's Cheer mm-hmm. and I was thinking about this who would I I can think of bands who do the vocal element Mm. but don't do the rest of the sound. I can think of bands that do the rest of the sound and not the vocal element. I cannot think of one band that sounds like this front to back on an album. True. Yeah. And that's kind of what makes them special. Mm. Uh, the kind of doom scene is a very diverse scene, but it, it tends to breed a lot of bands that are very interchangeable. Yeah. And I can assure you right now, uh, when you listen to Eloner, there is no chance that you're going to get Hangman's Sheer confused with any other band. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a great album, if just a smidge long for me. Okay. Uh, Kyle, what did you think? I'm pretty much just echoing what you guys are saying. It is a very uh, unique album. I've not really heard anything like this before. There's there's touches of stuff, like you mentioned, like uh, Typo Negative and Bit of Sisters of Murphy. You know, Murphy? Sisters of Murphy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sisters Murphy. Of Murphy. <laughs> Oh, hello there. Oh, what you doing? What you doing to a band here? How fucking are you, son of a bitch? <laughs> to judge my sisters. <laughs> uh, but I've, I actually got a little bit, I don't know if you've heard, I mean, you've heard of the band if you've listened to them so much, but I used to listen to a ton of Hawkwind when I was a lot younger. Yeah. I caught a little bit of that in the vocal every now and then. I was like, oh yeah, all right. So it's, it's like, it's all of the parts of the 80s that cocaine can't fix in this, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought when I was listening to it. And I mean, it's a really good album. The production is phenomenal for what they are. And I love that every everything is just covered in reverb, but it's all still so very clean. Yeah. Like yeah. none of it bleeds into each other. There's not all, there's no like low end buildup or anything in the reverb. It's really well done. Um, but yeah, I mean, basically what you guys said is super well done it, d- it did take me a couple of listens to actually hook onto it and get yeah. into it properly the first couple of listens were like it's good but i don't really know why but mm. after a couple more listens i was like okay well now i'm getting into it properly so yeah i wouldn't say it's a problem but it's a very rewarding album if you listen to it over and over again you can't you can't put this on one on once and then be like all right yeah that's it i'm done yeah you have to listen to it a few times mm-hmm. but i mean yeah 
other than that, no, it's great. It, we, it, I think it, yeah, touched a little bit on the too long side as well, just a little bit. By the end of it, I was like, okay, let's go. <laughs> mm. But of course, you ought to give it the time of the day because there's some very good stuff in that last song as well, especially mm-hmm. the first like third of it. It's pretty damn good. So yeah, yeah, same as you guys. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so ratings for um, Hangman's Cheers new album. Um, I I love these guys, like I really do. Um, I really enjoyed that last album. Um, I think this album um, is a step up. Um, I think I, I I didn't really have an issue with the length of this one because I think because it had come down like twenty minutes <laughs> from the last one, I kind of thought this is not bad actually. And I think you're right, Kyle. There are moments towards the end of the album that are worth that extra mm-hmm. length. Um, I I like this more every time I hear it. And I've got a feeling yeah. that throughout this year, I'm going to love it even more as the year goes on. And I get to re-listen to it. Um, I think, as I said, I think it is a step up. Um, I'm going to go 4.5 on this. Um, there's not a lot to complain about here for me. Uh, Duncan? Just a little bit below you. Yeah, I'm a four for this one. And Kyle? It's often belongs on a soundtrack to a vampire movie, doesn't it? <laughs> you think about something like yeah. The Lost Boys, you know, it'd be mm-hmm. absolutely perfect in an album, in a movie like that. So mm-hmm. I'm not currently thinking of a script now. Um, <laughs> four, four out of five for me. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, a loner from Hangman's Cheer comes out on February 11th on Nuclear Blast Records. Uh, Listen put- to it more than once. Yes. Yeah. Give it the time it deserves. It does deserve. Um, links below to Facebook, Bandcamp and all that. Check out the singles. Check out the album. Once you've heard it, stick some comments in below. Let us know what you think. Um, that is the review. Thank you for checking out. We'll be back with a new review very soon. But until then, take care. Speak to you soon. Bye, everyone. Bye.